Life Podcasts presents The Pawcast with Lauren Palmer. Hands and paws unite to create South Africa's favorite podcast. Hi, you are listening to The Pawcast. My name is Lauren Palmer, the creator of the Instagram account Dog Love South Africa. I am also the very proud mom of Moby and Mia. So I have very reluctantly left my little babies at home to record this podcast for you all. So please do me a favor, grab your little ones, go for a walk, get onto the couch, cuddle them up with a treat, give them a bone, treat them to something really nice while you listen to this podcast. We have a very fun, no agenda, sort of little bit of a hidden agenda. On today's podcast, as we have someone that you'll recognize from your Saturday afternoon rugby matches. He is a very well-known presenter, very familiar face in South Africa. He has made up excuses, rudely, as to why he hasn't got a dog yet. And so I thought, perfect opportunity. He's a close friend of mine. Let's give him some shit as to why he doesn't have a dog yet. Please welcome Ola Nchenga. With him, he has brought a friend, Koliswa Jahia, who is living her best life with her beautiful Rottweiler, who probably X is using to live vicariously through. But hopefully by the end of this podcast, we will have convinced him that he needs a dog for his little girls. So... Welcome, guys. Good to be here. Are you ready to have an exciting conversation about everything to do with dogs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a little scared. (laughs) I'm a little out of my depth. (laughs) This is not my area of expertise, but I'm excited. So tell us a little bit about growing up. X, where did dogs play in your life when you grew up? I was very fortunate, I think, when it came to my relationship with dogs or the way I relate to dogs in that my grandfather was a really big dog person, which was very rare in rural Transkei. I mean, he lived uh, about 30 kilometers outside of Mtata, outside in a s- small village outside of a small town called Libote. And it's not really dog central, uh, no. you know, but he had no. a fairly big plot of land, a lot of animals, and he actually used dogs for security, for helping with herding and that sort of thing. So he had a fairly large family uh, I suppose pack of dogs and he always always did he always yeah. did he always there were always four or five dogs and they were very well looked after yeah. considering you know we were in the early 80s in the middle of the trans guy what sort of breeds were they oh not even gassy dogs you're asking <laughs> yeah mixed masalas is that a, okay. is that a breed okay the pavement special pavement yeah. special the there were no pavements okay um but they were really looked after yeah. well very well fed and um I think a lot of people reacted strangely to the fact that yeah. my grandfather would go through this effort for his dogs. And yeah, I suppose that was probably when it started. This is formative years, ages two, three, four, up to five or whatever it was. And then my parents always had dogs. And then when I got sent off to boarding school, uh, I stayed in a boarding school where the hostel master had dogs, really? um, had boxes. Yeah. We were out in the Drakensberg. So it was easy. It was, there was a lot of so space for space. them to run around. Um, the choir master uh, had uh, a golden lab called Goldie, duh. <laughs> uh, who would sit underneath the piano at every choir practice and every now and again walk in uh, while the boys were, were performing in concert and howl to some songs. Yeah, You have to be honest with this one. When the dogs came to you, did you cuddle? Did you give a little kiss or was it like a pat on the head? 
We actually got very used Good. to the, especially the housemaster, the hostel master's dogs. And, you know, we were in the middle of the mountains yeah. and we'd go off on hikes often and the dogs would come with. So it was, mm-hmm. it was great until the one day Basil, uh, he was the biggest of the boxes, you know, very forceful alpha male type, uh, ran ahead of us, sort of knowing where we were going, looking for a little uh, spot called Mooney's Rock. Having the best day of his life. Came back yelping and needless to say, the rest of our trip didn't continue. Oh, so, yeah. no. <laughs> no. So, but we were very used to the dogs. We were okay. very, yeah. And you, Kaliswa, growing up? I didn't have dogs for a while that were my own, but everybody else's dog yeah. were my dogs. So I was that person in the neighborhood where I suppose from playing with the dogs and feeding them all the time, they would just come to me. So I always had dogs at home, but they never belonged to me. But some of them stayed until they died, Aww. but they weren't really mine. Yeah. So I've always just loved dogs and I think I'm just such a nurturer. I just like to look after things. Your mommy. I'm a mommy, yeah. yes. Then eventually, I think I was probably in grade eight, my dad got me two toy palms. My dad and my mom weren't together, so lived in separate locations. I had the dogs at home with my mom, and they decided to like really fight. We're not talking to each other. My mom was like, here's your parcels. Please take your dogs. I was like, oh my God, Like, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the oddest thing. Yeah. So what must happen? I was like, well, you can always visit your dad. You guys need to actually forge a relationship. Go visit him. But by the time I came home, I was also in boarding school. The dogs were gone. Aww. I don't know if they were gone where or he gave them away. They were like just gone. Yeah. So that just like really hurt me. And I've always lived in like a townhouse or a flat type of thing. I was like, oh, you know, but I don't like little dogs. And I, I mean, neither. Have, like, big yeah. dogs, you know. So yeah, then moved to Joburg, matriculated, went to varsity. And I thought, actually, now I'm getting myself dogs. So I got myself two Rotties. Good girl. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm that strange girl walking around with these giants. Well, no one's going to mess with you. <laughs> no, no, no one, one ever does. Will no touch one. You. They weighed more than you, each of them. They weighed they have way to. more than me. Went through the whole Rotty school as well with them because I needed to find a way to manage them properly because yeah. I'm alone. But I mean, there were instances in parks where I was walking them and I'd end up naked <laughs> because they would drag me chasing dogs or birds <laughs> and my keys are there. they there. It was just a disaster. And my biggest thing was like, I don't want a lawsuit. Yeah. yeah. So I must just hold on for dear life. Yeah. Whatever happens and grass burns in strange places. That, that was the first dog story I heard about Koliswa, <laughs> incidentally. Uh, was it Emerentia? No, no, no. That was Ligari. Ligari. Delta Park. Delta mm. Park. And that then you got dragged and she, she That's yeah. the thing. It's a, there's just dogs there's everywhere. Dogs so can you imagine? Yeah. And the thing is, I think for dog owners, the first thing when they see Rotties, they're yeah. apprehensive. So yeah. it's not so much about the dogs. Yep. It's the owners are like, hell no. And then their dogs pick up on, on the their energy. Yeah. Correct. It's a whole cycle. It just becomes a disaster yeah she, and but she she left her tracksuit pants behind you don't well it was either i try and find the tracksuit or i try to find the keys <laughs> or else i can't drive anywhere i'm like stuck at the park oh my god <laughs> i'm like well at least speaking of lawsuits do you have pet insurance to cover you if there I is do. an attack yeah because yes, that's crucial i mm. think even for me my little moby people laugh at me but there's a cross rottweiler in him his his markings his aggression his where he is he's so protective and so loving and then an absolute little baby when you're at home and cuddles in your lap and just mm-hmm. wants to mm. but at the park i'm petrified Feisty. yeah i'm scared that one little one little pom or one little chihuahua comes along and moby's and like it. no 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 not happening not and then i'll have a lawsuit on my hands <laughs> that was number one and at home how do they live oh I don't have kids. And I think probably that's another thing. So they really are my babies. Yeah. So literally, whatever the hell they want to do, oh. that's what they do. And, you know, my, my twin brother, 
had a little one. At that stage, the little one wasn't born yet, but it was a matter of, I need to kind of be able to manage. How, how are they going to deal with it? I think I was more apprehensive than them. Yeah. And then eventually when the baby came, they were obsessed with the crying of the baby. So I would take them out and it was foreign for them because they lived inside. Yeah. Now I must be outside because there's this baby. And I thought, okay, let's do introductions. Best friends. That's all they ever did. They wanted to just see the baby. And Uzi's now seven. Mm. And Uber protective. Huh? I'm telling you, like, oh. You know, and the misconception, I think, with Rotties or generally big dogs is that they're aggressive. But I think they're like the biggest babies. They're trapped in like Jack Russell bodies, but they're like the biggest, softest little things ever. I suppose they look scary, but they're so... That's okay. But there's definitely a thing with dogs uh, and and babies in particular. Yeah. I, I know that um, my my ex has dogs, right? And when the kids are with her, they get away with murder, literally. Aww. I mean, Scooby, what is he? He's a lab cross burble. So he's just dopey. Yeah. But you can't pull his tail or yeah. tug at his ears. He's going to snap at you. But for my kids, absolutely. They can ride him like a horse. They don't just pull the tail. They try and drag him oh by the tail. Oh, my Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I saw this happening. I was sitting inside the one day thinking, yeah. oh, here. And nothing. No reaction. Maybe a little they shove with the... Yeah. They understand. They know. They know. Yeah. So now, when is the dog coming into your home? I don't have a I dog, mean, and I know I shouldn't be on the podcast. But technically, if your <laughs> girls are with Scooby, uh-huh. surely they're asking you for one at home too. Pretty much uh, weekly. Yeah. It's, I think it happens usually around a Friday. Yeah. I'll get asked Da-da. for a dog. But they want a dog and a cat and a hamster. Okay. Yeah. So why not a cat? Why not a dog? So where's the apprehension? <laughs> you want a mini So I could get a, I could get a cat, but yeah. I'm, I'm not a cat a cat person. Okay. It, it would get bored of me. I would get bored of it. Okay. I definitely am more of a dog person, but I very explicitly do not want to have a dog while I don't know what my schedule is going mm. to be like. That's I a need to be there to look after him or her, right? <laughs> And yes, you could get a, you could get a slightly older dog, you could adopt slightly older dog or whatever it is, but it's also going to be uncertain in your space. Yeah. You leave it inside, it's going to definitely ruin your furniture. Do Not you if leave he's it? old. I don't you know. Hope. Yeah. It's a hope thing, right? I'm just trying to help you the just, girls here. Yeah, you yeah, <laughs> but we know you're biased. <laughs> Definitely biased. But I've thought about it so many times. I've been to shelters. I've been to SPCA. Mm. I've uh, gone to farms and driven, you know, north of Pretoria to go look at litters and think, oh, they're so, and they're beautiful dogs. Yeah. They are some wonderful dogs want to be adopted, need to be adopted. But if I can't look after it as well as I know I should, then I don't know. Then I'm, 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 I'll remain I'll remain apprehensive. Yeah. yeah. When is your schedule ever going to become stable? Maybe I'll get a housekeeper like those people yeah. who live in like the north of Joburg. And then that's fine. And then, <laughs> then you get a win-win. Then, oh, yes, then goodness. it might. But somebody has yeah. to be there. Absolutely. All the time. And my job in the last decade has involved a lot of travel yeah. and very irregular travel. It's not like I know I'm going to be away every two weeks for two days or whatever it is. Sometimes it's a month. Sometimes it's you that's know, not fair on the yeah, dog. Mm. Yeah, and whose responsibility now? No, because even if you did have a housekeeper who fed, you need to go for walks. You have to. I mean, you know, you have to go to the park. You've got mm. two Rottweilers. They can't be indoors yeah. for two weeks at a time. I mean, even mine are cocker spaniels, and if they're at home for like two, three days, yo. Mom. Problems. Mom, get your shit together, get the leash, go take yourself to the park. We need to play. Yeah. So, yeah, I've really (laughs) thought about it. And I really do want a dog. And I I moved to a slightly bigger place about a year and a bit ago. I don't know how long now. 
thinking that a dog is is on the cards, but no, it doesn't feel right. No, it does have to just right. yet, mm-hmm. and definitely adopt, not buy. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd kill me if I. I would. I would. <laughs> you knew when I asked you to come yeah, on the show, you had to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, in one of my previous podcasts you recorded, we spoke about adopting and chopping and I totally get chopping. Mia's bought, I bought her. And my message I want to get across was you can shop with pleasure. You must shop, but just do it responsibly. So you did your research. You knew what the Rottweiler breed entailed. Yeah. Don't just go gum tree. And then you, oh, I don't know what's ahead of me, but YOLO. <laughs> uh. It's a just, it's the research. It's knowing what you're getting yourself into because it's a lot. And, and you know, you prepare certain... people and they always confuse. I had a friend of mine and I don't know because I like rotties mm. and she's always seen them at my place. And this was her thing. Now she wants rotties. Oh. Went through the whole process with her. Do you understand? I mean, what you need to feed them, what you need to do, da 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 da. The next thing, I get her a puppy, right? Mm. That this is the breeder, get a puppy. Cool. A week's time, and I'm I'm that anal person. How's the dog doing? I want to come see the dog. Me too. Me too. Oh my god, she's like, no, I actually gave it away. <gasps> I'm like, why is that? Because my child was scared of it, and it was just getting too big. Like, have you ever seen a Jack Russell-sized Rottweiler? Yeah. Like, it's going to grow. Yeah. And then the dog was gone. And it hurt me because yeah. I had this. In, I had invested so much in trying to help her. And then it was like, poof, dog is gone. Yeah. And I'm like, so do you give it someone you know? Do you check up on it? And it's like, oh, no, I'm too busy. So no. a, a, actually, at no stage were you, able going to, were you going to be able to look after the dog ever. Yeah. In any event, yeah. And it's not just the time that it takes to look after the dog. I mean, you speak about feeding. And I, I know when I do go and pick up dog food, it's expensive. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. large breed dogs, you'll know, yeah. you know, eat expensive food. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm paying, what, over 1,500 rand a packet mm-hmm. for a large breed yeah. dog? And that's like a middle of the range Middle food. of the range kind of food. Yeah, if you start yeah. going up to I don't want to mention brands, but there's Yo. the one with the fancy packaging, <laughs> which is almost. I, I, can can I maybe? I'll go for it. A kind of? Yeah. So the reason uh, why it's, it's, great. it's It's amazing. It's amazing. But not for your bank account. No. It's like two grand a yeah. pop. Yeah. Really? I'm like, do they put gold in yeah. this thing? Yeah. Is it like organic, grass-fed? There's no blah. carbs. They've yeah. taken out all the, the grain. Sorry, yeah. the grain. And, and, and you know what happens that on that out. stuff. And I mean, this is definitely not against a kind of, this is definitely pro. Yeah. Is dogs also get accustomed to the taste. Yeah. So and if then, you try and change and back to something they're not else, having it. Not no. a chance. Yeah. Not yeah. a chance. You might as well part with your steak. You I know. did one sample of a kana. And the week after that, mm-hmm. trying to get Mia back onto hills or any other rice and chicken. No. Akana, no. it's it's amazing. And there's a few other brands that are equivalent to Akana. Mm-hmm. But the bank account just does not allow. Yeah. Does they not could allow. sell Akana at Marble. Yeah, oh you could. <laughs> you so could. <laughs> they could. That would be on the menu. Yeah, I, I mean, just given the price. I mean, mm. yeah, makes yeah. sense. <laughs> what do you Jeez. feed your rotties? I feed them hills. Yeah, me too. And now, even when I went to the, this new rotty school, like, what do you feed the dogs? The hills, the eyes were like this. Serious? Like, but what do you feed your dogs? But we never got into that conversation. And I mean, it's not so much about can I afford hills or not? Probably not. But I mean, it's best for the dog. Yeah. I mean, you see, I went for a chemical peel a couple of days ago and my skin looks like a crocodile. But my mom's like, look at you and look at Shaga. Shaga's shining and Shaga looks so good. <laughs> but Shaga's mom, mm-mm, something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, getting people to understand that, yes, as much as you want to look after your dog, you don't want to be cooking bap and bones no, for your dog. No. They need those nutrients. Yeah. 
They do. Mm. And I mean, some of the brands, they don't really do much for their teeth. So that was one of my biggest concerns was a lot of the pellets don't have any nutrients for their teeth. And then mm-hmm. insurance doesn't cover teeth. You can, but it's like the premium of the premium of the packages. <laughs> and then it's like 2000 rand to clean their teeth. But I think what dogs are somewhat like people are manifesting new diseases oh, all yeah. the time as well. <laughs> you know? Are you just trying to convince yourself not to get a dog? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Because I'm thinking medical yeah. aid, medical costs, aid, expensive food. food. Think I, of I don't their know. poop. Can you imagine uh, how oh much she's pooping? I've seen those landmines. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. 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 And then you're the one who has to pick them up in the park. Mm-hmm. I saw a meme about um, if aliens were to watch us, they would wonder who's in charge when we picking up. Quite appropriate. Yeah, well, the aliens would have it right. I mean, but I mean, we all know who's in charge, right? Yeah, it's no, the pets. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. I will get there because I don't think I can withstand the pressure from no. from kids. And once they start getting older, yeah, they'll mm. just do it anyway without you. Yeah, they'll bring home something, followed us home, dad. Yeah, or whatever. It they is. will. Yeah, it's going to happen. So I'm, <laughs> you prepare myself. Yeah, because even I, when I was thinking of getting my second one, because I live in a small little townhouse. So I thought, if I get a second one, this is a big undertaking. They And they even just cocker spaniels, but they need exercise. You mm. can't keep them in the garden. Take them to my mom, who's got a nice big garden, but that's still not enough. Mm. And I was I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I was very scared to get a second one because you think, like, how am I going to how am I gonna do this? Well, I mean, Kodiswa, for as long as I've known you, you've had two rotties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they aged. You lost one and then the other, but then you, you've got... Mm-hmm. Shaga. Shaga, the puppy. This is the naughtiest. The, the gorgeous naughtiest. Puppy. The oh, funniest. Um, you know, people think dogs have pea-sized braids. I swear no. to you, Shaga is so freaking intelligent. So no, but he does funny yeah. things on purpose. He really does. <laughs> and I always wonder how they react to that change because Shaga came in, and there was uh, Babambe. And Babambe was there, yeah. but she was getting really old. And then now she's lost Babambe. He's mm, lost Babambe. Mm. And is on his own. Are you considering Aww. a number two again? I am. Good. I, abs- I absolutely have to. But Babambe, I had to put her down. It was in May last Aww. year. So it's yeah. almost a year later. And I think he's gotten so used to being by himself that I'm skeptical also with the interaction of my neighbor's dogs yeah. that I don't know how we'd react to another dog and I really want to. So that was the process of now trying to get him to school and socializing him yeah. with other dogs to see if I can get a second dog. Because you'd have to get a I, puppy. I have to, yes. You I have, have to, to get, get a, baby. a puppy. What are the interactions with the neighbors? So when we first moved in there, there were always, I think with the neighbor's dogs, they were curious because mm-hmm. there weren't dogs there before. But curious to a point, every time I came home, my dog had a nippy here, a nippy there, oh. to a point where he had no more finds left in the medical aid. We were always mm-hmm. at the vet. Like yeah. it was always a thing. And then I started realizing that he no longer kind of runs away from them and ignores them. He's now fighting back. So it's always this, yeah. you know, over and over again. So mm-hmm. that was my concern. Now we've built a wall now there's no interaction yeah. so now whenever they come out of the gate they rush to my gate and whether that little nippy thing you know on the little palisade fencing to try and get to him that's why they do so it's very and the, the fencing makes it so much worse 
Correct, because now they want each other all the time. So, um, do you want another dog? But I want to just know that he's he's okay and he's, he's comfortable. Yeah. And I mean, the second time we went to the to school, and I said to the, I just want to put him far. I don't want. I, I don't, just don't know how you react. So I don't want to put him far. But we then had to leave and put him in the car. And then they're like, no, let's just kind of hang out and have drinks and stuff. And then I said to the guy parked next to me, if you're putting yours in there, please just let me know so that I can maybe remove sugar or something because I don't know how. Yeah. Literally, he brought in his mail. There was sugar. Mm. It was like a stare down. Oh. I ended up with no back window. Broken. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is scary. And I certainly don't want to have a little puppy, leave it mm. at home. And then that's absolutely the responsible thing to do. You'll be surprised with puppies. You obviously have to do a whole introducing of sniffing mm. and whatever. But it's scary. It's very scary because it's all, it's all coming from an insecurity. Mm. He's insecure. Mm. He doesn't know what to do. He wants to protect mommy. It's now his property. And now he's got board balls on one side and pinches on the other side. And it's like... It's a lot. It's a lot. And yeah. you forget that like dogs dogs are kind of humanish. Mm-hmm. It and is very protective. I mean, <laughs> no, you can't give Koliswa a hug or anything. Because he'll so be you. he'll be he's right there. You. Yeah, he's great. But even, I, even I, when I'm I, at home and my partner and I am like, actually, I'm so sick of you. You know how how much you irritate me. <laughs> he is here, and then he doesn't know if he should go there or go here. It's, it's it's so sad for him. And I look at him and think, this dog, this is is weird. Yeah. And no, no, no. He doesn't. He likes peace. Yeah. You are a little bit scared of him, aren't you, ex? Just a tad. Just a, t- just just a, a tad. Just a tad. But it's a healthy dose of... Okay. Just to yeah, make direct fear. eye contact. You yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. Just know your place. <laughs> what we do is, um, to, to get to the end of the, the podcast, we start to discuss a little bit more the fun side of our dogs. Mm-hmm. So since you don't have a dog, ex, you can't, right, nice. you can't partake in this. <laughs> it's been so nice. you're missing out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get a dog after this. Kulisva, if your little pooch could have a Tinder profile, Mm -hmm. what would the bio be? Opening line. (laughs) Um... You can even give sexy it and ready, <laughs> and I say that honestly, like sexy and ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've always uh, spayed my dogs, and my partner completely refuses for me to to nip him. Okay. And he goes through a phase where he's like, "Excuse me, like, are you going to get me like a partner? What's happening? <gasps> you know?" So yeah. So okay. He's sexy okay. And sexy he's and he's ready. ready. Okay. Wow. True. 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 His name Shaga. He's a strong black man. <laughs> very, very apt. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you guys so much for being on this podcast with me. It is, it's so amazing to have these conversations with like-minded dog people. X, you will join us. Yeah, you yeah. will join us. Yeah. I have an appreciation for the clan. Yes, and yeah. that's why I wanted you here because it is, there is a love. And the fact that you are doing the research is enough for me to know that it matters it matters no it matters and i think that these conversations um are never had yeah they're not Uh, and i think it's very important i think we also live in a time where a lot more people are considering pets where maybe a generation ago you know it Mm. wouldn't have been a thing so so i think it's important that that people think a little bit more yeah before and it's a think a little bit more understand the commitment yeah, yeah you know I, for me pet insurance was not even a do i or do yeah. I, I had to have it yeah, yeah. You, you know? I don't think you can do without these things. No, so you can't. You, you, you can't. It just because costs a broken too much. leg, sixty grand. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. you can't just walk that out for a dog, and you are going to. It's mm. your baby. I think with me from Batata, when Batata was diagnosed with cancer, he had cancer of the bone, mm. and from the time of diagnosis 
to him, you know, doing the whole um, cremation, it was almost almost a hundred thousand. <gasps> and they paid for everything. The insurance paid literally seriously every, for every single thing. That's incredible. They did. That's a you know, and cost. knowing that no. at least you don't have to worry about those costs, yeah. and you're able to say, "Let me do the best that I can." Without saying how 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 far can my pocket go? Yeah, and then you yeah. grieve the dog because mm. the dog's a family member. He's. A I part mean, I've of got my life. little ashes there with both yeah. of them, and people think it is the weirdest yeah. thing. They just don't understand it. Yeah. And that's why we have the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're educating people. <laughs> 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 Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Cheers, You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. Life podcasts presents the podcast <laughs> with Lauren Palmer.